they're all Kingdom Hearts. Like it's also Kingdom Hearts. Kingdom Hearts HD 1.5 and 2.5. Plus 2.5. Remix. I don't know why they decided to put fractions in their titles when they could have just said, here's a fucking prequel. The semicolons exist. I mean, 358 over two days. That's a fucking anime as all... I mean, Kingdom Hearts anime as all hell title. What does yeah. that even mean? Uh, what even is a Kingdom Heart? It's, it's the moon. It's, it's, it's not. But it's kind of. But not totally. But it is. But it isn't. Also, everyone's handsome, but not actually. But no, no. Everybody's actually Terra, but not really. But actually, everybody's... Um, um, what's Roxas's thing? Uh, shit. That Roxas is Sora X. Well, yeah, no, the Roxas is is also the owner of fucking Terra's heart, I think. <clears throat> yeah. Well, so is fucking... there a special Keyblade, or do all Keyblades just answer to their own masters? I mean, like, everybody has their own sort of Keyblade, but then, like, there's the Keyblade War that it was in order to put the fucking cross Keyblade together, which is... I mean, I know the X-Blade was the entire... Literally the entire point of the series that was little only... Revealed during what the secret ending for two? Uh, yeah, yeah. After you 100 percent the game and beat it. Yeah. So That's like, the only time you see like the the key Billy more. So the entire two games, two and a half games, I guess if you count Chain of Memories, were predicated on this thing that you've not even heard of yet. And <laughs> even then, they just showed like Keyblade Keyblade War. So, like, you don't even know if that's the whole point of the game anymore. Zero so, context. Yeah. So Kingdom Hearts One was a delightful romp. And then in Kingdom Hearts 2, it's also a delightful romp, but now there's a deeper purpose to it because everyone's everyone else. Yeah, no, they're just making it up as they go even harder in number 2. In 1.5, it was pretty... Or not 1.5, sorry, uh, Chain of Memories. It was pretty bad there, too. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, now it's... I, mean, I like the idea of the organization and the fact that, like, they can now differentiate between the Heartless and the Nobodies and stuff, and, like, <coughs> that, that has a continuity to it at the very least... And then whatever happened, happened, because now Organization 13 is way, way, way deeper than it needed to be. Hi. It could have just been 13 fucking guys who were special nobodies, but nope. <laughs> it's, um, it's, yeah, no, it's so stupid. They, uh, they weren't just everybody. Like, they, they were nobodies, walls, but, like, there, there's 13 of them, but, like, seven light people. And, like, I don't really know where a couple of them come from. Like, because cause, there's Zigbar. It's like, was it, was it Bear? Bear? No fucking... Oh, my God. I don't remember fucking... It's been a while since I've played anything. But there's, like, a whole bunch of different people in uh, Birth by Sleep that ended up becoming nobodies in some way. And then, like, that's their, their, their nobodies became the organization. The Guardians of Light and bullshit. And, of course, Mickey's a goddamn Guardian of Light. Fuck this game. Let's fuck this game. And question... Where do the Kingdom Hearts actually fit in all this? Well, the fucking really after the first two games, it doesn't seem to really fucking matter because it all seems predicated on the keyblade, like the crossblade. We got shown the quote unquote fake Kingdom Heart, and yeah. it was literally just the moon shaped heart, which yeah. hearts were going into. And but then also at the end of Kingdom Hearts One, we got the giant door that led to the Heart of Darkness. But actually, lols, it was actually light lols. Also, wasn't Kingdom Hearts fucking eating people's hearts and that's why they were heartless anyway? Or was that the Heart of Darkness doing that? Uh, yes. Cool! <laughs> <laughs> so, the Kingdom Hearts is actually a fucking doomsday weapon. The, literally, the ending of Kingdom Hearts 1 makes me so upset because, like, the entire time, 
you're fighting at some, like, you know, trying to trying to fuck up the, him, trying to open the door to darkness, and then he succeeds opening the door to darkness, and then it's just, like, right at the end, he goes, well, it's light, and then he's like, no, it's light, but... <laughs> like, you see giant nightmares, like, in the background of the door that is opening, and just, like, they're just, they're just like, I'm gonna fuck shit up, and then Mickey shows up, kills him, Riku's in there, too, for some reason, because fuck you, even though he was taken over by Ansem, but fuck you, and then, like, Lulz, it's light. Just because I said it was. And then Ansem dies. But then he doesn't. Because fuck you. Literally, Kingdom Hearts is, should have a subtitle of Because Fuck You. I feel like if JoJo's Bizarre Adventure started out as a video game instead of a manga, this would be it. You know, you're not wrong. Yeah. It's just stupid enough. And Dio's, it's like, Dio's dead. Nah, fuck you. Yeah. Oh, by the way, he's head, like he's bodiless now, so now he has to find a host. Guess who the fucking host is? It's JoJo. Yeah. So it's no JoJo effectively against JoJo. Oh, where did all these weird stand powers come from? I don't know. It's a mysterious JoJo bloodline, except that Indian guy has one. That guy has one. This fucking dog has one. <laughs> what were they all caused by? Magical bow and arrow. Yeah. That apparently... Which is Kingdom Hearts in this. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and the fucking Joestar family line apparently has these magical powers. One of them, because Dio uh, fused with JoJo... Like, Jonathan Joester's, yeah. uh, i.e. his English rendition, <coughs> and everyone now has powers that were unexplained, because at first it was just, you literally controlled your breath, and then yeah. you entered, you made sunlight enter your blood. The Hammond. And then you punch vampires with actual sunlight blood, yeah. and then they die. Yeah. Uh, but now, because stakes are raised, everyone now has superpowers because of Dio, and it was unexplained. Like, it was a mis- genuinely a mysterious thing of, like, how did Dio create, essentially, an army of these weirdos that could most likely kill the world on their own? Um, but here we are. And then that all led to fucking Kira and his, uh, sexual obsession with hands and blowing people up. <laughs> he just wanted to have a quiet life. It's pretty much goofy. With the oca- <laughs> the occasional murder for more hands. Gorsh. <laughs> oh fuck. Sorry. I just I just pictured them in Traverse Town and fucking Goofy walks off to the corner and just fucking like take out a hand and start jerking himself with it or something He's like Lord. <laughs> Oh fuck. And now I'm like picturing the end scene with Kira, uh, where he finally gets defeated and like there's this weird trippy uh literally time is bending him in half. And I'm just picturing the goofy like Wahoo <laughs> 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 fucking blue troop like uh Gorsh Max <laughs> Gorsh Drewster <laughs> Oh, God. Poor Zach. Never again. Yeah, why did he miss this of all (laughs) fucking episodes? Uh, (laughs) Mm. Oh, my goodness. That's that's, that's good gold. Some good gold. Yeah, now we have uh, to fill in another 15 minutes. Shit. (laughs) Can we just, like, slow-mo this so it plays it six times the speed? Like, six 
A yeah. sixth of the speed? Sixth of the speed. I, I mean, I can Six times that. slower is what I meant to say. Oh, that seems appropriate for, you know, how much more entertainment value they're going to get out of this. <laughs> Holy <laughs> crap. God, like, there's, there's not really been anything new. Like, we're just kind of just doing, like, podcast out of, like, the motions today. I mean, that's normally what we do. We yeah. don't really do very much as, you know, a group of humans. It's true. I had to... so the war, okay, okay, I think a lot of our topics, uh, when the war started and then the second war started, were motivated by the fact that there was something constantly going on. But we even skipped Dungeons & Dragons, yep. uh, Pathfinder and stuff, yep. uh, this week. So there's not a lot going on, and we just went through the motions with modern. So, like... It's true. Yeah. So uh, it was a pretty... Pretty bland week. I've gone to the gym too much. That's about it. And, like, nobody wants to hear about people talking about the fucking, oh, I would lift some weights and shit. I mean, no one wants to. That's correct. Yeah. You, you lift it up and then you put it back yeah, down. That's pretty much. You go to the gym to do that. What do you do at the gym? The, what you expect to do at the gym. End of story. You work out. It's not compelling. Get those gains. You gotta get those gains. If I were a writer I, and, and my main character went to the gym at all, it would be he went to the gym. After that... Either that, or everything bad goes down at the gym. Like, when you see this character go to the gym after maybe, like, an adventure, for example. Like, he just came back uh, from fucking the, the, the 13th hour, like, the 25th hour, right? And he goes to Tartarus, you know. For an hour of time, there's a whole completely different world with demons and shit trying to claw into the, you know, regular uh, realm of the world. And he's just fucking fighting them off, and then like you know, two o'clock hits, and uh, he sees he's seen at the gym. He's like, "Fuck it, you know what? I need to work out. I, I need I need to I need to go to sleep. So I'm just gonna work myself, you know, into into pause, energy. Pause your invasion, please. I need to go get some gains. Yeah, effectively. Um, and then he goes to the gym, and then like maybe one of his party members or some shit entered, and it's just like, "Yo, I'm." Uh, gonna kick your ass because I'm abducted by demons or some bullshit like that. And then, you know, the gym is always bad. Like, so So then, like, later, probably two seasons after that excursion, because now he has to go on an adventure to see why his party member has been taken over by demons. Uh, he finally, like, it's, it's, a, it's a two years after type of thing. And he's working out at the gym and then his previous party member just fucking busts and is like, we got a problem. <laughs> <laughs> I'm at the gym! <laughs> Wait, 45 more minutes outside because I don't like you looking at me. <laughs> <laughs> I get very sweaty and when I'm nervous. Yeah. <laughs> I work out away from the mirrors. <laughs> um, actually, E3 happened, I guess. I don't know if you paid any attention to anything in E3. Oh, absolutely not. I have checked out. So, you didn't see any trailers for anything? No. Oh, my God. Okay, so Cyberpunk 2077 okay. looks way up my alley okay. for everything. Like, what's what? what, what, what is it? It is CD Projekt Red, so it's the people who made Witcher. Yep. Already fucking off to a great start. Okay, alright. It is a single player, first player, single player, first person RPG set in like dystopian-esque sort of future, but it's all brightly colored and everything because it's it's cyberpunk, right? Cyberpunk, yeah. yeah. Where, where everyone's literally picking circuit boards out of the fucking trash to feed themselves. Yeah. But they're the decked out in neon. Yeah, yeah. Netrunner the RPG. <clears throat> the main character... I saw his design, like, it opens up with, like, him on a train or something like that, and I saw his design, and immediately I'm buying this game. Because he has 
a huge collar, like a really fucking needlessly large collar. And on the inside of that collar is like this orange strip LED light. And I'm like, yep, no, this is so stupid. I love this already. Exactly what I was picturing, by the way. so good. The aesthetic is so brilliant, and I'm so psyched. Uh, yeah, Cyberpunk can't can't do no wrong. I'm very happy that it's coming out. They played like 50 Kingdom Hearts 3 trailers while well, referring back to Kingdom Hearts. But like really uncomfortably hmm. because just partway through there were no sound effects. The audio was just speaking and music. And they'd be like, oh look, this thing is trying to punch and Goofy would shield and it would just be silence. Look out! Uh, this is a, this is just an uncomfortable trailer. That's part of the plot. <clears throat> I, apparently, maybe <laughs> that's what Kingdom Hearts three is. First they took hearts, then they took bodies, then they took sand. Then they took sand. Yeah. <clears throat> so now it's the uh, excommunicado. You know what? Fuck it. Yeah. Sure. Uh, it's it's a little bit of a mouthful. They probably you know, workshop that into something you know so something better. The mute. The mute. Ah, yeah. oh, there we go. Yeah. Um, what else was there? What what did I what did I even care about? Because, like, it's not really much. Like, E3 is kind of a, a shit show, usually. I still have games from last year and the year before that to play. I I can't really, like, look forward to any really good games. I still have yet to play The Witcher 3, and that's just a shame. Yeah, I have uh, I've not touched that yet, and I feel like a bad human. Smash Bros. <coughs> oh, that's right. Did you, did you see any of the trailers for Smash Bros. or anything? No, but I have seen the current roster. Yeah, it's everyone. Yeah. It's legit everyone, plus Ridley, which is so dope to me, plus Splat Girl and Splat Boy, which, you know what, they kind of look kind of fun. My favorite thing is that both wolves are back. Yes! Like, I didn't really care about Starwolf, but I think he was different enough in that he was just slow and jerky and really good yep. to like be wolf. justified, and like, I'm very glad they brought him back. <laughs> really glad Snake's back. Yes, Snake is very, like, I... I I was never good with Snake. I just liked playing with Snake as a goddamn troll. I loved just going to each extremity of the map and burying mines and then attempting myself not to blow myself up. Yep. Uh, also, at least in Project M, I was a wicked asshole with the grenades. That's like, fair. Just neutral B. Um, but, yeah. Um, like, Ryu, Bayonetta, life playable, like, day one instead of DLC. That's pretty dope. Well, I think it's just going the way of how proper sequels will go, i.e., um, well, not even Street Fighter. I can't really claim that. But proper fighting game sequels, they just kind of build up everything, so it would make sense for them, or at least Nintendo, or whoever is working Smash Brothers. They're good eggs, just building up from what they have, and why would you disclude Bayonetta, arguably? <coughs> Bayonetta and Cloud are arguably the most meta-breaking people there. Yeah, Cloud I've not actually played, because I just didn't get them. So I'm, ex- I'm excited for a lot of that stuff. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people are freaking out on the internet about how it's, oh, it's a sequel. No, it's a port. No, it's a sequel. No, it's a port. And nobody can seem to decide. It's a sequel. It's a fucking sequel. They've even mentioned they built it up from the ground again. They could, how is that a port? <laughs> they could be arguing that, like, maybe they're seeing the Switch version as an extended DLC, but that's effectively the argument of, like, Left 4 Dead versus Left 4 Dead 2. Well, that's the thing. Like, yeah. there, that was the argument was, oh, well, you know, Wii U didn't do well, so they just ported the Switch. It's like, but, like, they showed a 25-minute expose of everything they changed in it. 
Every like the movement is completely different. When you roll, you lose distance in your roll now in one v one fights. In one v one fights, you deal more damage because like <clears throat> you know make your shots count. In multiplayer, you deal less damage, so like the fun lasts longer. Hmm. But I really, really like the whole, if you keep rolling and dodge rolling, you lose your iframes. Well, that's because, well, yeah, I mean, yeah. Uh, that's great. Especially in Wii U, I've noticed a lot of people, and I've had that crutch where rolling was just way effective. Well, we played Smash against each other a fuck ton, and the DS version, we were just sitting there for like 20 minutes rolling back and forth like a fucking idiot. Yeah. It's much better. Um, yeah, they, they also changed like a whole bunch of different things for people. Um Ryu faces your opponent no matter what, kind of like a fighter. Uh, oh my god. Link has remote bombs instead of just throwing a bomb and hoping because he's based on the Breath of the Wild one. See, that's sweet. I like that. Yeah. yeah. Like, it's it's a whole bunch of actually, like, quality of life things that, you know, also make sense and are updated. Like, it, it's, it's not a fucking port. It's a sequel. And I'm very excited for it. It looks really good. I hope they keep a lot of the changes that made the Mewtwo, and I think... What I what I really hope for Mewtwo, and really the only thing I want, is for him to act out of Up B faster. Yes. Yeah. That is fair. Like, Up B is so good for, oh, I'm over here now. Oh, which way am I going to go? As soon as you see me disappear, it's either away from you or, like, towards you to attack, and... It's so easy to capitalize on that. That's sometimes. because Mewtwo is, like, the size of a fucking... He's the size of Ridley. Yeah. Like, he's, he's a fucking truck, and he's floaty as shit. He's a truck... Uh, filled with helium, or yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's a truck filled with helium. It somehow makes it lighter. It's more more hittable. It's yeah, like I love Mewtwo. He's a great character, but like, whoa, he is a he's a boy. He's a get, he's a get hit boy. Um, yeah, very excited for that. What else we got? Uh, the new Spider Man apparently looks super dope. Uh, which I'm happy because if it's anything like Spider Man Two for the PlayStation Two, I will play the fuck out of it. That's what everyone wants, though. Everyone wants. Just a nice old web swinging game, and I mean, apparently it's hard to do that. Spider-Man 2 was just so legit. Like, I just don't understand how they could not have made a Spider-Man game any better than that over the years. And that came out in, what, 2001? God, that game was good. On the website, they have, like, number 13, Peach. Number 13, 13, E. Back, E, yeah. E- like, Epsilon or Echo. It's Daisy. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah so uh, Pit and Dark Pit. Dark Pit is an echo character of Pit. Okay, okay, that, that everything makes sense now. Yeah. All right, that's what they're doing. Yeah. So it's Mirth and then Mirth E. Yeah, Lucina. Yeah. yeah. Couldn't remember her name off the top of my head, which is good. I like that. <clears throat> but it still keeps like Ness and um, Lucas apart and uh, well, Star Fox and Wolf because like they're they're different. Yeah. Well, Lucas especially changed. Well, Lucas is completely different now. Yeah. He's more of a... I, I like that uh, Smash for Wii U took Lucas from uh, Project M and decided to go with that, because uh, yeah, Lucas and Project was M was a fucking brawler. He, yeah. wasn't, he wasn't a zoner at all. Yeah, very floaty, but boy, that fucking boy can hit. That boy could hit. That boy could hit. That boy could hit. Who hits? Yeah. Um, what, what else do we got? Bowser Jr. I'm excited about. I'm just looking at the roster, please... By all means. Yeah, Bowser Jr. is going to be fun. I, he's one of my favorites to play in uh, Smash 3DS. Uh, let's see. Death Stranding, don't... Like, I want to care, but there's not enough there yet. Uh, but, but, anyway, so, as well for Rid- like for Ridley, this is just coming back to the aside thing. Everyone has a cartoon... Oh, and there's, 
Rosalina's back. Yeah. Anyway, everyone's very cartoony in their pose and like, oh, look at me. I, I have anime boy and girl textures and with slight exceptions, for example, Ryu with his like big old muscles and serious look. Uh, and he's and, and Ridley is right beside uh, like Splat Girl. So very, very cartoony. Even Bayonetta's very, very like anime-esque. Yeah. And then there's this fucking Dark Souls character right <laughs> beside fucking Splat Girl. And even... In the Metroid, like, here are the characters from Metroid. Uh, we got Zero, like, Zero Suit Samus, so, like, the, the anime girl. Uh, yeah. And then above him is, like, Suit of Armor Samus. But it's still a Dark Souls character. Like, he looks completely different from the art style of everyone else. And I hope they smooth him out a little bit. Yeah, I'm hoping that everybody is... Either that, or he's actually so terrifying fucking in-game that every time... You, that's part of the mind game. Every time you see him, he's like... This guy will kick my fucking ass, and he's like, uh, bottom tier, he's F tier. <laughs> Either that or he carves out his own tier like Captain Falcon did in, uh, I think, Melee. Like, yeah. I think, I think yeah. Melee, Captain Falcon's, and Captain Falcon tier. Yeah, Falcon tier was a, a funny joke, and I would still play Falcon because fuck you, Falcon tier for life. Well, a lot of competitive players really like Falcon just because he can swag on dudes. Yeah. Like, he has very good combos, but you kind of can't. <laughs> you, you, you just gotta look at him. The, dog, the guy dashes like a bro too. Well, he's just a fast. I, I think that's that's the one thing. Like the the space animals are really good and really heavy, but Captain Falcon is uh, super fast, and that's really all he's got above them. Yes. Also, if you can swag on him a Falcon Punch, you're good. <laughs> oh yeah, that's another thing too. If if you hit with a Falcon Punch, time slows down in one v one. Like if you hit with one of those legit moves. Like, everything slows down, zooms right in, like, anime styles. Yes, this is what I want. This is gonna be a dumb fucking fighting game. I oh, love yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. I could just imagine the announcers breaking their minds now. I could so just exciting. imagine all the fucking, like, as soon as this game comes out, Reddit will, like, their, their own subreddit will stop, and it'll be just slow motion uh, videos of every one of their special moves. Yep. Uh... What else? They got the, the Elder Scrolls 6 teaser. Yeah, fuck that. I mean, it was pretty much just Mountains of Music, but hey. Yeah, that's exactly it. that's exactly what all the other, like, ones were, though. Oh, yeah, like, that's why I don't really like E3 all that much, because it's, it, like, show me gameplay and I'll be happy. Show me Mountains and Music, I'll be like, alright, well, you know, in five years, I'll be uh, excited for your next tease. Um, Look at that fucking fur trim on King DDD. Sorry, I'm... <laughs> My, my, my favorite characters D, are, are D, here. D3's a pimp. <laughs> D3 was forever, like, my character. I oh, love him man. too much. I played the shit out of him in Brawl. Like, I love D3. Well, D3... D3... I, I have a special relationship with D3 in that. I love him. And I, I love his Waddle-Dees in Project M, but yep. not in Brawl. Just because they're actually, like, bullet sponges, and sometimes they kill people, and when it happens, it's not only really, really funny... But very embarrassing for everyone oh, yeah. involved. That's your fault, bud. <laughs> <laughs> when fucking Waddle Doo pops out and just wanders <laughs> over to a ledge that you're just about to grab and decides, oh, this seems like a good place to. Nothing uh... <laughs> 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 going on over here. <laughs> he doesn't have a mouth, he has eyeball. Yeah. That's, right. that's how he vomits. Yeah. How does he eat? <laughs> uh, fucking Kirby and his fucking mutant pals. My god. Fucking. Uh. 
Christ. It's Kirby, whenever he eats Ridley, I've seen the Ridley hat. Just looks like he fucking carved him from Monster Hunter. Just stole his fucking head to put it on him. It's so good. Uh, also, the amount of Waluigi salt from him not being playable in Smash has been amazing. To even grind the wound even harder, he's an assist trophy, and when they were showing off the assist trophies, Waluigi got popped out and immediately killed by Marth or something. <laughs> it's so good. Whoever's working on that team is delightful. Yeah, I, uh... So, my, my Twitter's been blown up with just Waluigi not being playable in Smash memes. What would be really good is if it was just suddenly announced. I think I think that's what... If I would Waluigi, love that bait and switch. If Waluigi... Like, <laughs> Waluigi is nothing but a long con. Um, the longest... I mean, I thought Ridley was the longest con of odd. If they get me with the Waluigi, I'll fucking... Alright, so Ridley was a meme. Waluigi yeah. is more so a, like... We've been asking for this since Melee type of thing. Like, when Brawl came out... It was like, oh, look, Wario, maybe we'll get a Waluigi and the Waluigi trophy. And everyone thought, oh, man, you know what would be sick? Modding Waluigi in. Or, like, DLC with Waluigi, because uh, around that time was the, the DLC controversy and stuff. And nothing got released for Brawl. And yeah. <laughs> it was... The potential's still there, <laughs> is, my, is my one and only the thing. The thing is, like, he would be... Kind of like those, like because he only, he only shows up in pretty games and sports games. Yep, that's enough of an arsenal for him. I think we should canonically kill Waluigi. <laughs> <laughs> Just <laughs> execute him. Yes. They should. <laughs> <laughs> they should be. I just picture him. <laughs> <laughs> marched up to the gallows. Fucking Bowser Jr. has the fucking mask on, right? And they just like, any last words? Wow. Shink. <laughs> <laughs> and Wario's crying in the crowd. <laughs> Lightning strikes, rain, all the fucking colorful characters are just fucking mourning. No one wanted this. <laughs> The crowd thins out, time passes, it's nighttime, the moon's high in the sky, Wario's still on his knees at the gallows, like, just, or the, the fucking guillotine, just weeping. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I was gonna say, like, just canonically kill him in a Wario game. <laughs> There's so much shit that goes on in <laughs> Wario land, just like, oh. We got fucking... <laughs> We got fucking Cat and Sarah with more screen time than Waluigi has ever had in any game ever, and she's just a bitch. Yep. <laughs> the fucking the end of the movie that this is, like, if fucking Wario places the Waluigi racket from all the fucking tennis he's played on his grave, <laughs> just brushes the grave slightly and walks, hands in, po- hands in his overalls. And then dry Waluigi pops out of the fucking grave. No! <laughs> And that gets the smash. <laughs> there we go. Uh, that's that's a long con. Oh my Christ. <laughs> no, he's still in the party games. Just only in the party games. Fucking uses his like leg as a club for Mario to for Mario Golf. <laughs> oh fuck. See now we're just giving out ideas. <sighs> Not one of my favorite fucking Waluigi things that came up was 
Waluigi will not appear in Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. The man he is based on, my friend Walter Luigi, threw up in my car last week. I will not put him in I will not put him in another game until he pays for my car to be cleaned and apologizes to my wife, who was also in the car at the time. Shigeru Miyamoto. <laughs> Oh my fucking god. <laughs> Holy friggin' hell. That is actually the <laughs> fucking Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh no, it's been a it's been a good time. Other than that, like nothing really else popped up in E3 for me. Uh Starfield kinda got teased. Uh Fallout 76 seems multiplayer and that kind of hurts my feelings. Don't care about Halo Infinite anymore. Um, they switched. They switched the the tone of every one of their games in the past year, and they're just going double double in. Elder Scrolls Online was a fucking mess, a disaster. Mm. Like you would have thought an Elder Scrolls MMO would have been okay, but it was just Skyrim, except there are more people involved, <laughs> and still somehow the same amount of bugs. Uh, Fallout 4 was supposed to be a game about, like, oh my God, loneliness so and sad. dealing with new civilization, and now you're just... Going to save your son. Screaming for your son, and then deciding to, like, be quirky as well. Just have it a fucking narrative game, guys. If like, you wanted to be a narrative game about you saving your son, just have it a narrative game. It's like, the, oh my God, Fallout 4 was so totally wrong. I... I watched my son get taken from me. My wife shot or something like that. Like, and and I wake up in the future trying to find my son. But I'm gonna build a civilization right quick. I'm gonna build one over there. I'm gonna build one over there. And uh, we need a new settlement over here. Okay, we're gonna go here. And then okay, you you robot, you you come to my thing. And like, it'd be a lot better if you know, here's here's a thing that fucking sandbox as sandbox map was taken away from you until you fucking completed the main story. You go to all these set pieces, you see how they all connect, and you're going to go find your son, and you uncover the Institute and shit, and then bam, game's over. Here's a fucking previous Fallout game. Enjoy uh, that. Yeah. Now now the thing is done, and you've been introduced to all your factions. Uh, uh, I, don't, I don't know. Maybe that's a little bit shallow, but I don't think a agent plot device... Was good enough, like, it's, it's definitely not good for that type of game. Like, in Fallout uh, New Vegas, you fucking got shot, and yeah. you don't know where the guy is, and you probably don't know where you are. Yeah. And that was a good jumping off point. You couldn't seek vengeance, you couldn't seek a goal, because you just didn't know where the fuck it was, like, at all. You didn't even know your goal, almost. And everything <laughs> about this character, like, your character, you, you can't roleplay. Effectively, well, that was the major problem. Well, yeah, you could not pick a good or evil path. Well, you couldn't even pick a path. Yeah. Your path was find your fucking son. Yeah. And you do it with a fucking stern look on your face, or you do it like happy-go-lucky, go help everybody type of thing. But literally none of your choices influenced really anything else. Mm. There was no agency. Your stats didn't influence anything else. No. That, that That is the <clears throat> most insulting thing. Stats were just essentially a way to unlock. You can't interact with everybody or like anything like, anymore. That's what I love. You play completely brain-dead strong guy and can't talk to anyone because you just don't know how to speak. <laughs> like that was that was how you played Fallout like the originals. See, we need Fallout 4 <laughs> New Vegas so that they could like 
who was it? Who was it that fixed? Who, who was it that made Fallout New Vegas? Obsidian? Was that Obsidian? Yeah. We want we I want Obsidian to come in and go like fuck. Look let at me, this mess. Let me fix this. And like just do everything that Fallout Three or Fallout Four wanted to do. All the numbered sequels for Fallout wanted to do, but better. Yeah. Like they put in fun and actually being able to act out your character. Oh, but we got this voice actor for characters and stuff. I'm like, sweet. We could do that, sure. Except he's going to be a fucking smuggler or some shit. And he has no fucking attachment to family at all. Because <laughs> he's just trying to do what everyone else is doing and living. No, it was... It was pretty disappointing. And now, like, this new one apparently has online multiplayer. Which... Just, like, even thinking of that in a Fallout game really is confusing to me. I mean, they're jumping on a bandwagon that's, like, 60 billion years too late. Um, as well, it's not the point of Fallout, but no. who am I to... Just make a fucking different IP, guys. Well, that's what Starfield is. Like, they, they released a new IP sort of teaser for Starfield, which is Space Skyrim, sure. I mean, I'm, I'm kind of A-OK with that because I love sci-fi. I mean, I could be wrong about the whole Fallout 76 thing, and MMO could have been the best thing that happened to Fallout as of right now. But I don't see it going very well, and fuck Elder Scrolls, so we're done. <laughs> that was that was my E3 experience. Didn't watch it. Yeah, I uh, I've been watching um, Jenna Bade's Snarkathons just because she's as conceited as I am in some places. So I'm like, this is fine. <laughs> she's really funny in those Snarkathons. She can be. She yeah. has a couple moments that are just like, I I realize you just tried to fill air here, but you know what? You're trying. But I mean, that's that's yeah, yeah. Like I I. I I like Jenna. I, it's a shame that what happened to TB with all the cancer and stuff. But and well, also, that man fucking fought cancer for so long. Like he, yeah, he's, six, he's, a, he's a statistical anomaly. Six months to live and took it for four years or something like that. Like what a god. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, like they fucking they just the amount of shit being. Um, she had cancer too. Mm. Like apparently they were both being pumped at the same time, like holding hands, like. She didn't even mention it at all. Like, I... Holy fuck. I mean, I don't know... I don't know how influential Jenna is. Uh, compared to TB, I don't know particularly, because I don't know what side of, like, the industry she's on, if any. Yeah, well, I mean, she's... The, the TB was her husband. I'm sure he uh, yeah. rubbed the fuck off on her. <laughs> I mean, she's doing snarkathons. Yeah, right. Yeah. She did that for, like, almost all of them, except for the Devolver Digital ones. It was, like, 10 o'clock at night or 11 o'clock at night, and she already did, like, two conferences before that. I wonder if Devolver did <coughs> another parody. I need to see Devolver's. I've yet to, like, I, I've, I, I, oh my god, I haven't seen it yet, but I'm hoping that it is uh, just as ludicrous. I mean, if you really want to, I have time before Ryan might want to go play Warhammer, so fuck it. That's fair. Yeah. Fuck that game's expense. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, what uh, what uh, you, you got a paint you actually to play? Oh, we've oh we, we want to play. Um, we discovered a lot a lot of things that we just did absolutely wrong about our kits. For example, the little A value in our stat blocks was not armor like I originally thought. <laughs> yeah. it's the amount of melee attacks you can do. Yeah, yeah, um, maybe you hear that. Yeah, um, there's just there's just a lot of shit we missed as yeah. well as like a lot of. Uh, a lot of things I didn't think about, for example, just having a, like, 
reading the actual rule book because we just pinned through and decided to fucking play with models because we're both children. Yeah. Um, we were like, fuck it, roll dice, this seems correct, my stat block says this, your stat block says that, fucking bump up these models. Yep, now we're having fun. Whee! Now, yeah. And now we're having fun discussing, uh, like, actual squads and competitive squads and stuff because they have, have uh, organization. Yeah. Yeah. Or, or organized play is essentially pick a squadron or a detachment for an army, so, like, every army has to have a minimum of this amount of, uh, this specific unit. Okay. Not specific unit, but the specific type of unit, and a maximum of that. So, you can have, like, for example, uh, I think the detachment I'm going to do is, you can have one to two HQs, which are essentially just your high-quality leader characters. Uh, you can have three to six elite units. Uh, a few fast attack units were essentially just a lot of the uh, factions have roam around the map, pick up some dudes, be meat shields for your shooty dudes, and then, you know, the etc. Et Essentially, it just goes down the list kind of like that. Um, and then based on the detachment you picked, uh, you get more or less uh, command points. For example, some of them allow more elite troops, but less command points. And command points are really important because some of the... Uh, some things that you can spend command points on are... Oh, ignore cover. Mm. As right. plain as that. Or oh, by the way, <laughs> everyone passes a loyalty check because uh, when you're the more your troop dies, uh, for example, if one of your dudes die out of say five models and they all have X amount of loyalty, we'll say four. You roll a dice at the end of your turn if something died in that squad. Yeah. Say that one died. Um, and then for every point you get over their troops' leadership value, for example, you roll a d6, you get a 4, and then one guy died, it adds 1 to that roll. One person has to flee, because now he's, he's, he's kind of fucked for life. Oh, great. <laughs> That's rough. Yeah. So, like, you can definitely be on the winning side and then just get assed by d6s. Yeah. That sounds about right. Yeah. Um... That's like top deck mode in Magic, so there you go. <laughs> I think in terms of Magic anyway, it's all about risk assessment and risk uh, management. Yeah. Like, you, the, you live and die by D6s, but there's a lot you can do to alleviate it, such as adding rolls, such as making sure that no matter how much armor penetration, you have something called an invulnerability roll, which is usually higher than your armor value, but doesn't get removed by armor pen. Okay. Um... <laughs> Oh, it's really dumb. <laughs> I took uh, sword and board skeletons nice. with my robotic skeleton war. So all everyone in that fucking group, like everyone in that faction, is all about shooting and shit. Yeah. Like they, the main troops only have one gun. The better main troops have two guns. Uh, all the vehicles have like fucking guns strapped to them. As you'd expect from Grimdark Fantasy, yeah. and then you have these idiots with either spears. Or sword and shields. Nice. They're nice. sick as fuck. But <laughs> and then all the leaders, I think, have uh, different melee weapons. Like, I think I have a dude who essentially looks like he's part of the fucking Glory Hammer cover album. Alright. Oh, um, yeah. yeah. With, like, a fucking war spear. And he's meant to go on a space podium. That's effectively <laughs> what it is. You go on a space podium and it doubles his range for his aura. <laughs> also, it has gigantic guns, but that's that's <laughs> <laughs> as most you know good podiums do. But yeah, this uh, we we we've learned a lot. We kind of want to get into well, I kind of want to get into competitive play if at all possible. But I think we just need to learn the game a little bit more. Uh, in that 
it's more than just these sixes now. Yeah. It's now what should I choose? Because uh, I have I have really weird. I have a book that lists all of the faction buffs and stuff. His book hasn't come out yet for his faction. <laughs> what? So okay. He, so what that means in the game is that he essentially is fucking moot. Like even spoiled material online. Which doesn't usually happen because I honestly think it's a smaller game and there's no room for kind of like spoilers and yeah. games workshop, whatever. Like, it's just a different <laughs> different beast altogether. Uh, that means he can't choose any fucking faction buffs, so he has to do with everything in the main book. Because you can appoint someone as your warlord and he gets like a special ability, perhaps an aura, like artifacts and shit. Uh, but because there's another faction book, just doesn't get any of that. It's actually That's really rough. Pretty ass. Oh yeah, it is. But when this book finally <clears> comes <throat> out, I'm gonna get my fucking asshole ripped the so, like, ripped asunder. But I, I, just just from like a designing of a game standpoint, that seems really not good. Oh no, let's, let's make an entire faction, but not give them the like whole what they can do books. Uh, to be fair, this is currently eighth edition, and seventh edition has everyone. So yeah. if he really wants to play, he can choose, like, he can go back to 7th edition, and I'd also have to go back to 7th edition. But a lot of things change in between. Like, very, like, for example, the faction that I chose, Necrons, it literally redid almost every one of their passives. Oh, good. Uh, so, like, it's a completely different game plan if I switch to 7th, and I actually don't know how to play 7th, because effectively, as we go higher in number, they just simplified the game a little bit. Yeah, there was one that really fucked them in the ass, though. Well... Like, from... I can't remember what edition, because I'm not really familiar with the history of Warhammer, but, like, effectively, it stopped being War Simulator and started being an actual game. Yeah. Uh, for example, even to the point where you needed to model your guns and model your models so that they actually point and shoot and yes. rotate. Yeah. I remember, he... <clears throat> I remember that stuff being... And, and now it's very simplified. That usually mostly just uh, applied to vehicles, because vehicles actually lose distance in their movement yeah, because they have to rotate. rotate. Yeah, which is fair, to be honest. Yeah. That's, it's, like, when I was really interested in Mech Warrior, kind of similar thing. Yeah. Which, it, it adds a lot to the game, but it's... You don't want it to be impenetrable if you yeah. want people to get into it. Especially where all the figures are expensive. And Games Workshop is pretty... Oh, it's pr pretty shitty in a lot of ways. It could die in a fire, as far <laughs> as I'm concerned. Like, I still need my fucking ghost arcs and... By the way, online only, and they're constantly out of stock. The subreddit's been tracking them down for ages. Like, <laughs> you you clearly have a demand. Where the fuck is your supply days workshop? Like, I get that they have billions of models practically at this point. Like, but, I mean, still. You should be able to fucking order it. I'm, like, I don't know. That's come to the point where, Are like, they diecast? I don't. They just okay. I like, don't know. It, it's actually yeah. No, it, it comes all in spring, so yeah, probably. There's really no reason for this lack of absolutely not. All right. In <laughs> fact, that they resin cast a few of their like high quality, like, not high quality. Uh, some of the leader models and the named models. So like they can literally on the man say, okay, we'll just cast this in resin. Fuck it. I. If you if you have a cast. Just put the shit in it and spit it out. There you go. One. Just do that 15 times a day at least. I don't know what goes on, and I'm fairly certain I know it's just artificial demand, because as soon as, like, Necron Destroyers or Ghost Arcs, I don't know other, like, chase figures that people want, <clears throat> go up on sale, they're just instantly gone. 
Like, if you get one ghost arc, how many do you need? I just really need one. Okay. It's 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 mostly to the point where uh, I am currently like a lot of the widely available models. You can you you need a lot of, especially yeah. where in my faction and in Ryan's faction, uh, the more valuable models need to be. Otherwise, you can, literally cannot play the game. Yeah. Um, but it's some kind of, kind of a swarmy type thing, isn't it? Uh, my dudes, yeah. They yeah. they work really well in a big old bundle, because yeah. if a unit dies, I can't reanimate them anymore. Yeah. So yeah. the more of them there are, the better that is. Yeah. Um, Can you reanimate their ship? No. Okay. That's unfortunate. Uh, I wish it was more Protoss. I wish I could say, like, there was a named model that, for example, took a... There is a named model that if the enemy has a tank or a mech, you can say, all right, shoot at him. All right. Which is sick. That ain't bad. Uh, is it for Necrons? It is for Necrons. Okay. Yeah, it's 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 one of their named like high quality models or yeah. like the dude that can be a warlord. There's there's a lot of neat shit reading into it. Like there's a guy who calls in thunder and can take an artifact that calls in thunder. Nice. Or lightning rather, more specifically. Yeah. There's a dude that if another like if he dies, he can go, Oh, that's another high quality unit. I'm that guy now. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I like that. Uh, I think his weapon and stuff is mediocre, which is why not a lot of people run him. And it's really funny, too, because canonically, uh, as I've said beforehand, he's the Necrons get the uh, most asshole unit probably in the Warhammer universe right now. Okay. Which is a high bar to fucking cross, considering it's Warhammer and everyone's essentially Every- like, Yeah. <laughs> well, this guy... I honestly, like, just from reading about him, I honestly don't think this guy wants to fight people. He just happens to be because he likes to steal shit from people. Um, as I've said, he has, like, a menagerie in his own tomb, like, in his own tomb world, because they're all Egyptian skeletons. Yeah. Obviously. Which is fucking sweet. Oh, it's <laughs> sick. Like, a lot of the med, like, a lot of, my favorite part about the entire, like, the game right now is painting the models. Uh, the, the Necrons have the best aesthetic. Well, like, yeah. I don't care what anyone says. They're my, like, as far as... They're not my favorite faction. I love the Orcs and Warhammer waste, like, oh, so no. much. Yeah. But, as far as the aesthetic goes, the Necrons hand down. Well, like, I can tell... There's one uh, dude who was advertising a cryptic, which is essentially just a skeleton mage. Yeah. And the way he angled it, it looked like he was playing a staff as a fucking guitar, and it was metal as shit. Fuck yes. <laughs> but essentially, all the Necrons are metal skeletons with uranium green glow everywhere. Yeah. Which is sweet, sweet baby aesthetic. I really want to spend $200, and actually, no, I don't think it's $200. I think the other thing is $200. This one's $100. Oh, good. Uh, a gigantic pyramid tank that you can orbital drop on people. Sick. And if anyone comes within, I think, like, six inches of the damn thing, they have to roll a save, otherwise they take wounds, uh, i.e. just take away their HP, uh, without having to save for it. Oh. So, like... You can just run people over and they're forced to run away from you because they, <laughs> they can take wounds without being able to save them. It's like psychic damage or are they just fucking surrounded by like murder blades? I think it's what? called... It's it's a big old force field thing. It's described okay. like... I can't remember what it's called. Let me look that up because it has a metal as fuck name. Just like, you know, the whole Egyptian theme thing. Like, it could be like a swarm of locusts or whatever. Cyber locust. Oh, cyber locust sounds sweet. I mean, one of my model, like one of my things, is just a bunch of scarabs. Like, nice. That I, a legitimate strategy is to just swarm scarabs, and because their bases are big, people physically can't cross them. Oh. So, like, you can have a fucking wall of these scarab dudes, and they have to get like, 
Because how melee works is you can go in, and in flavor, you are going weaving in between and just ba- battling it out with melee weapons and yeah. like the butt of your guns and shit. In the actual game, you can charge them, you can surround them, and until they specifically waste that unit's turn by just disengaging, they can't do anything. And the uh, catch twenty two of that is I can disengage so that everyone else that I'm pointing at, like all the other gun people that I'm pointing the squad at. Can't shoot whenever, like, your units are in close quarters because you don't want to shoot them, right? Yeah. I'm going to back up, and then I'm going to let all of my other things on the cliffs just fucking shoot at you, like, 10 out of 10. So, yeah, you could lock them in combat until you set out a little bit more, can you? Yes. <coughs> uh, the most unfortunate part about that strategy is Ryan Space Wolves are all about melee combat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if, if we're talking Ryan, he's probably got... Axes galore of some sort. The only thing I can do is wait. But hopefully my scarabs and hopefully my sword and board dudes survive one turn so I can gun that entire squad down <laughs> to one turn. Maybe two. Because I don't think he wants to split up his unit to go attack me. So I have one squad here, one squad uh, like at the other side of the table all <clears throat> fucking putting fire into this guy. And then he has to decide what do I want to kill first. And so, then I just reanimate if he doesn't kill me right away. Orbital drops. Does it have to be within a specific distance of a certain unit? Um, so orbital drop is just a mechanic that's a lot of the factions have that yeah. we collectively just call deep strike. Deep strike has very has a lot of variations, but the gist of it is you could drop anywhere on the map so long as it's within nine inches or not not within maximum. Or, sorry, minimum nine inches away from your opponent. So you have to, like, not... Okay. Yeah, you can't orbital drop in melee range, for example. But there is a movement uh, phase called charge that you roll two d6s and you move that much. Okay, Um, so you could drop nine inches away and just still roll 12 inches in the fucking battle. Yeah, uh, and then there are a lot of things that give bonuses. For example, I think I have a faction bonus that adds six to that roll. Fuck! Yeah. Uh, Not that I really want to. I think the way I'm going to do deep strike is... Uh, I have melee dudes. I'm just gonna set up with them. Um, yeah. like that's why I wanted to buy the sword and board dudes is just because they're a good block because they have like, I think a four plus invulnerable save. So every time they get damaged, I can either choose to roll off their armor, which I think is a three plus. But if they have armor penetration, I can just replace that with the unmodifiable roll of four or higher and you win <laughs> type of thing. Um, and then while that's happening, my fucking swarm of dudes are just gonna roll up and shoot them. Well thought. Yeah, no. It's it's thought like, out. Warhammer always looked fun to me. I just can never justify it. That's absolutely not justifiable. <laughs> if you can pick up, like, an army, maybe, like, a 1,500-point army for, like, 100 bucks or, like, 200 bucks, I think that's completely worth it. Yeah. If you wanted to play right the game, well, that's what's, probably what's the best way. guys' point value? Uh, I think we're doing 1,000, and we're creeping up to 1,500 now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Just because, like, I... I would be willing to play if I could justify it. And if I actually get the job, I could probably justify it. It's just, I don't know. <clears throat> There's nothing else I really want to spend money on, right? Yeah, no, that's absolutely true. I bought I, I bought Barals, and then that's just, just because I had Storm, pretty much, except for that and a couple things. So now I'm just done with Magic for good. In retrospect, I probably have just saved the money and not have bought a bunch of models. But mm-hmm. I'm having a lot of fun painting them, a lot more than I expected. Yeah. And because I can't find any fucking Necron secondhand anymore, uh, I have to buy Games Workout, so it's just the worst. 
if I went in the orcs, I'd be in a very good place because they yeah. have orcs at like thirty percent of the price, second hand. Uh, all I need are thirty orc boys, and then I just find some of the chase like HQ and like mech units. Because that's that's probably what I would go in is orcs. Because I like orcs. Orcs are great. It's just, just like the Warhammer orcs are my favorite variety of things. Getting into the hobby now, I'm very. Excuse me. Uh, disappointed I didn't save up and buy Nathan's army. Yeah. Yeah, because wasn't he selling orcs? Yeah, he was at yeah. one point. I don't know how many there were. I don't know what the point value is or was, and I didn't know how to play the game back then, but I definitely would have picked them up. Yeah. I mean, it's one of those things that, like, if you can even find at a good price, might as well. Yeah. Well, it's... it's as, a fun, long, it's, as long as it's not unjustifiable to you, right? It's a fun way to spend... Two to fucking a billion hours, because our little tutorial game of let's pen through the rules and play this game yeah. based on what we know, because I didn't even have my codex at the time. I uh, like looked at the leaks that were happening, uh, and the leaks were in terms of like, okay, so 8th edition rocked out, we want everyone to play, so we're going to put out... This is essentially how Ryan knows his stats, uh, also that a lot of the uh, programs that build like armies, like oh, what's the point value of this plus this plus this? I don't want to calculate it. I just want, like, a fucking spreadsheet program to do it for me. That's good. Yeah, uh, I think it's called Battlescribe. I use a online just log into a browser thing because you have to download an app for Battlescribe. Yeah. Very handy because it gives you, like, a little printout, like, easy-to-read sheet of what everyone can do <laughs> regardless. Um, is they send out uh, addendums and codex books. So here are the races we want to start with. Here's all of the factions that are around Space Marines and the fucking, like, Thousand Suns and the humans, effectively. Here are the alien races. Here are the other races. There you go. There's a unit list. We're probably going to change it with the Codex later. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that's enough to play, so... I mean, yeah. I really just need a unit table, and you can likely buy the cheapest units possible and just like mark them and say all right this guy's actually this guy i just can't don't have the proxies yeah well what we're doing because we don't have any like magnets and because a lot of the games workshop kits uh and a lot of secondhand stuff only comes with what they decided to attach on it at the time yeah for example i'm building units called immortals and essentially you have your little warrior dudes like they're called background warriors they have one type of gun and it's kind of good. Like it's it's it, it has armor penetration, but they only have one gun. Uh, the immortals have a choice between two guns, and you can't switch in between them after the model's built unless you get magnets to remove the arms physically and put back the weapon that needed to be fitted. Huh. Yeah. So that's also why I don't. That's that's also partially why I don't know why uh, the like the supply for a lot of the game workshop kits, as well as the demand for the games workshop kits, isn't being met, because a lot of the time and a lot of just casual hobbyists in the hobby itself, they can't actually get the stuff that they need, and even if they do, they have to physically surgically remove that part and yeah, not ruin the figure. That's that's a little silly. Uh, at the very least, in the only defense I can give them, some like they attach hands and arms and shit to the weapons, so it's mostly just an easy replace limb with limb. But uh, a lot of the kits just have like no extra bits. Uh, I did can say that a lot of the more expensive models, for example, I have a big old like the the space platform I was talking about yeah. earlier. 
Um, you can replace its big gun and its podium. Well, it in fact recommends you not to glue certain bits in the okay. manual. So, like, that's forgivable. I wanted to buy a, like, $60 model that I was actually worried about because it's either a uh, giant flying doomsday cannon or a dude that drops people in from orbit. Uh, all right. Um, and, yeah, the underside, essentially, the only thing that changes is the underside weapon. It's either, like, a big old portal that shoots invasion... It's called invasion beams. Nice. Um, which I assume is just massively 3D printing these Necrons, because that, oh, that's all you need. <laughs> I fair. That's, yeah. that's fair. I like it. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, no. Hobby's... Hobby's doing well right now. Yeah, it's... it's, uh, it's I don't know. It's, it's fun. For, hobbies are good. Hobbies are fun. And, like, I've, I've reached that age that... Yeah, I got nothing else to do. I've actually reached kind of an impasse where I choose I have to choose between like video games or sitting down and like just being by myself with my thoughts type of thing. <laughs> so like it's a very cathartic thing to sit down and like paint <clears throat> paint shit and just be alone, like kind of in my own head type of thing yeah. while everything else is going on. I have not really actually sat down and played a video game like by myself in a long while. Yeah, I actually kind of miss it to be honest. I yeah. think I might take that plunge by either finishing Witcher 2 or just jumping on the Witcher 3. Yeah, well, like, I played Kingdom Hearts 1, and that was it. Yeah. The last <laughs> game I actually was really excited to sit down and play to completion by myself was Hat in Time, and that was a fucking while ago. Doom. Doom. The new Doom for me. That's been about it. I still need to finish Metal Gear Solid 5. I... I don't know if it's the time. That was the last one before yeah. Doom. <laughs> I don't know if it's either the time where my attitudes change towards stuff. Like, I, evidently something has changed. Like, we, we play Magic together. Against, <laughs> yeah. I think we do it more socially. I think That's the thing. Yeah. Like, I, I don't really... When I have time to myself, I'm watching stuff. There's stuff that I want to consume that I find yeah. is more valuable than playing a game. So it's less so, <laughs> like, the games itself or your attitude towards games. It's more so that we have preferred media... Yeah. That we can talk about. So, like, it's, again, it's another social aspect. Yeah. Yeah. Because, like, I don't know, if, if I want to play a game, i personally rather just play, like, fucking Rainbow Six with you idiots, because it's a stupid time. Fuck, I love that game still. I played a game, like, right after you left, and I just domed people with a fucking, like, the Desert Eagle all game. It was insane. I just threw cameras at everyone with Valkyrie and sat in a corner. And I just saw movement, just whack bam, headshot, <laughs> whack bam, headshot. It's like, a satisfying gun to use. So satisfying. Like even when you miss, it's just dramatic enough for like it's so dramatic that you have to wait for it to get back in line so you can take another clean shot. Yep. But during that time, and trust me, that one second where your recoil's just fucking everywhere, lining that shit up is the scariest thing in life. No, I um I got very lucky on all those shots. They Somebody was, like, breaking a window and kind of, like, peeking their head in in the bottom right corner. I'm like, I think that's movement. <laughs> like, down the hallway, like, five rooms down. Just, like, this tiniest bit of movement. I'm like, bang, done. Immediately snapped onto their head. And I, doof. And another person was, like, sidling, like, in prone down a staircase. Yeah. And I just, like, I was at another place. And I just kind of, like, saw movement again. Just, whip, boom, headshot. Like, just fucking laser focus. I've started getting a little bit more aggressive with defending. Like I, I, I like smoke a lot now, just because it covers like I'll, the the smoke grenades itself, uh, the poison smoke rather. Yeah. 
uh, very huge and forgiving. Like, you can forgive a lot by just plopping one down and running down a hallway and busting it yeah. before they can get to you. It's good zoning. But, like, what I love to do now is if there's a uh, map in which there's a lot of wall activity, like they climb up on the walls and peek into the windows, yeah. I love now breaking into it, taking the three seconds to be like, what's up there? Okay. Oh, it's cooled down now? Bang, bang, bang. Yep. Like, for three seconds. I've done a lot of popping out, gonna be detected, don't care, kill somebody, pop back in sort of things lately. Well, even if you are detected, like, they see approximately where you are, and it's like, alright, so it's that entrance, but he's probably ran down. And I've baited a lot of people recently of, like, oh, are you gonna come down? Shoot the wall, the soft wall with the shotgun, and their breaching shotgun makes such a wide wall, doesn't really, like, it doesn't matter that you're now like revealed you're gonna yeah. see that entire person now like that's not it's not a little murder hole it's the now you can walk through that wall so you can kill this man <laughs> well i was i was playing valk again and um it was on the 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 training grounds like the the <clears throat> yeah the practice area i guess and um i was in the basement but like on I, first i was on the second floor i threw a camera out outside so i can keep an eye on things ran down through the basement Hibana kind of blew a hole in it and uh, that's another person I snapped onto. Bam, headshot. They were not happy. Um, but then, I, yeah, popped out the camera and saw that there was a bunch of people, like, right at the entrance, kind of, like, scoping it out because there was an alibi in the window. Yeah. And uh, just, the, just the the clone of her, right? So they were kind of scoping that out, hoping to see something behind it or whatnot. And I'm like, all right, fine. Just jump out. Just <laughs> gun two people down. Run back into the Habana hole. Thanks, Habana. Fucking asshole. <laughs> it's really fun to run and gun in that game. Yes. And, like... There's a time and place for it, obviously. If you don't know where they're coming from, or if it's a bad map, you can definitely just be content in sitting. But a lot of the time, like, it's just so rewarding to get kills in that game, especially if it's an important target, like, say, a Montane or a Mm. Shield Dad. Yes. Uh, There was one game (laughs) in which uh, I was playing with Zach, and I was hiding down the stairs, and I could hear them fucking lumbering upstairs. Yeah. uh, Because the objective was on the top floor. There was a middle floor... And then I was creeping around the basement to see if there was anyone it, like who entered into it. And yeah. I can't remember who I was playing. I think it was Ella and could run really fast. So uh, I heard one of the uh, one of the grenades pop, and I was like, I'm just gonna wait a hot second. They're not gonna know that I'm there. And one of them must have heard me because uh, I heard Montaigne thump 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 like go up the stairs to go and try to attack the point. I heard someone else follow him. And then I heard another guy, and I was like, this is my chance to pop out and shoot him. No, that guy was fucking checking the stairs. It was his mission to go down those stairs to see if there was anyone there. Yeah. And then just popped me in the face before I could, like... Because I was so startled that <laughs> someone would bother to check down the fucking stairs. Mm. Yeah, that game can be very frustrating sometimes. But there's also a lot of situations I'm like, oh, got cut out. But surprise, I'm smoke. Here's a hatch, bang, down. Yep. Like, they're breaching shotguns, 10 out of 10. I love it. <laughs> no, Siege is still good, even though it's been a while since we've played. Um, I mean, we're slightly getting back in. I, I, there, there's there's just a lot of stuff we'd rather be doing. It's, I mean, it was a busy week, too. Zach was also needing internet, and it's a lot of, a lot of stuff going on. A lot of stuff. A lot of stuff. A lot of stuff. A lot of stuff. So much stuff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah really got to pee. You should go pee, and we should end this podcast. I think that sounds like a great idea. Excellent. I'm going to pee on this microphone.